The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, DJs, it is Thursday, October 5th of Panther Has College Football Week 6. Bets to make today. Got a Thursday night football game. It is an epic class, a clash of two juggernauts there. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only six Panther. Panther, you know, let's, let's uh, start the show off right. MLB playoff, DJ Parlay. Ding, ding, ding. Could have been a four-teamer if I would have agreed with you on Sonny Gray. Uh, Toronto just no sticks, nothing, couldn't get nothing going. Um, who would have thought though, in four series, all of them end in sweeps, two home teams swept, two away teams swept. I think the biggest surprise for me was the Diamondbacks. Um, so really interested. I haven't looked at what the, the matchups are, what we're looking at for Saturday, but uh, yeah, hit another parlay. Good way to get our sep- or September, October going. And, um, yeah, we got some, got some college football, man. The, the games are getting bigger. We get in some conference play, ranked teams playing each other, and feel like I get a little bit more knowledge about these teams as we go. Yeah, so if you're interested in the matchups uh, in the AL, of course, the, uh, the team uh, with the, you know, the, the best record was the Orioles, correct? So they would take the team with the lowest seeding. And it wouldn't be the Twins, even though the Twins had a worse record than the Rangers. It'll be the Orioles versus the Rangers, whereas the Astros will get the Twins. So fun matchups because, you know, you're not getting like the Astros-Rangers, which would be the divisional thing. Um, you know, maybe the, they both make the uh, the championship game uh, against each other if Texas can upset the Orioles. But that's the matchup in the AL. In the NL, though. Oh, forget about it. You got two divisional matchups right off the bat. Phillies and Braves and Diamondbacks and Dodgers. That's going to be epic. That's going to be so fucking cool. Oh, I totally agree. And I don't, nobody should think that the Diamondbacks are just going to roll over. They can go toe to toe with the Dodgers. This isn't the same Dodger team we've seen in years past. This is a beatable team. And the Braves and the Phillies, I mean, good grief. This is like a heavyweight bout. Two legit, I mean, this could be a World Series matchup, but we get it in a divisional round. Yeah, uh, unbelievable, really. And yeah, to echo your statement, I couldn't believe that all all series got swept. You know, I mean, I guess I do because I bet all, all four of them yesterday <laughs> to be asleep. Uh, but yeah, there goes one of my fucking futures down the drain with the goddamn fucking Blue Jays. I am uh, relegated now to... Uh, uh, this is an awful thing for a Mets, Mets to say, a Mets fan to say, but I'm rooting for the Braves at this point in time. I mean, that's that's the team. Um, I've been listen. I've been banging the drum on the Braves all, all preseason. Everything I was like, 
best team in baseball is the Atlanta Braves. Well, now it's time for them to show up. Uh, if I had to choose between the Braves and the Phillies, you know, goddamn right, I'm going to choose the fucking Braves. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> going But I, technically, listen, I'm looking at the board right now. I'm I'm rooting for Major League Baseball's nightmare here. Arizona Diamondbacks versus the fucking Baltimore Orioles in the fucking World Series. There you go. That's what I want. That's, those are my rooting interests right now. Baltimore or Minnesota, either one. Yeah. I don't think I don't I don't think Major League Baseball wants either. I mean, Baltimore's out there. At least they're in a, a major metro, but Minnesota, who's who's gonna watch that? Like like really. I, and that's not a, a discredit to the twins who really put together a pretty good run here at the end and and now obviously in the playoffs but it's just not one of major league baseball's darlings and they like to have their little darlings in the in the super bowl if you will yeah that's right all right listen week six college football six panther you you got a bunch of games which is good because we got no baseball to bet on what's this again saturday Saturday is baseball, so no baseball today, no baseball tomorrow. So uh, I'll just relax. It's it's the Panther Show. Go ahead. <laughs> I finally get 85% talk time. Max does chime in, so we'll see if he's got any thoughts on some of these games. We're going to start off with a big one. Oklahoma taking on the Texas Longhorns, the Red River rivalry. This is played at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas, a neutral site. Oklahoma undefeated, Texas undefeated. A lot at stake here as both these teams have national championship aspirations. Texas has already knocked off Alabama, so they got that big little check mark in their resume. Oklahoma has kind of skated by with a rather lackluster uh, early season schedule. Things get pretty tough here. Texas is favored by six and a half. I, I think Texas is the better team, but I'm not ready to just pile on Oklahoma. I'm going to take Oklahoma with the six and a half. But more importantly, something that I'm looking here at is the total. I think the bigger play for me is the total. They're showing this total at 60 and a half. We talk about the Sooners offense. We talk about the Longhorns offense. What nobody's talking about is these two teams' defense. These defenses are elite. And I think the offenses are going to find scoring to be at a premium it's going to be hard to get that rock into the end zone. I love the under 60 and a half on that total, Max. Well, there's one thing you can say about this game is uh, at the end of it, someone will uh, be, you know, with a loss, right? Because in college football, you don't have fucking ties like the NFL. So, I mean, someone's going to be 6-0 and and someone's going to be 5-1. and And if you're looking at the money in the public, you're probably thinking that it's going to be Texas. That line has gotten worse. It opened at minus 5.5 down to minus 6.5. I was trying. I was trying to look at the board. Can I, can I, can I get anything else? Uh, I can't. So um, it looks like uh, plus 6.5 on Oklahoma is what you're locked into. And Minus six and a half on Texas, so across the board. Uh, should be a fun one. Listen, you know, when, when two undefeated teams go at it in, in, you know, college football, you got eyes on it, no matter how, you know, what their rankings are or uh, what their previous competition has been, you know, uh, undefeated teams always get get the attention of, of you know, eyeballs on the TV, and I, I think uh, this will be a fun one to watch. Next game up, the Maryland Terrapins are hitting the road, going to the horseshoe, take on the Buckeyes. Buckeyes got a bye week after they escaped South Bend with that much undeserved victory. 
Now they will go against the Terrapins, who are, believe it or not, undefeated. They haven't really played anybody, but this this will be a big matchup against the Buckeyes. The thing about Ohio State is they've only really offensively shown any prowess in one game, and that was in a game that was a complete mismatch. That no, I mean, it was like against a Mac school. I don't remember who it was, but it wasn't a big time opponent. Now they're in conference going against Maryland. Ohio State's defense is legit. It's very, very good. But I've got questions about McCord as their quarterback. They've got talent at running back. They've got talent at wide receiver. They've got elite NFL talent at wide receiver. Their quarterback leaves a lot to be desired. It's that question at offense and their ability to score that has me taking the Terrapins here with the 20 points. I don't think Maryland wins this game. I don't have any aspirations that they're winning this game. But three touchdowns, that's a lot in a conference matchup. I'm taking Maryland plus the 20 points. Uh, Ohio State has not, not been good against the spread this season. I know I know it's a, it's only four games in and all, but like they, they just not have been able to cover. Um, you know, they do have that week off, but I'm, it's – it's a week off from a, a loss that should have been, and you know they're probably salty about that. They're going to want to try to come out and and you know do big things here. But I mean, uh, this is their. I, I okay. Uh, I'll I'll phrase this awkwardly. Other than the Notre Dame game, this is the line that is the least for them all season, right? They were favored by you know thirty and a half. They were favored by forty five and a half, and then they were favored by 29 and a half. So I wonder if, uh, and again, uh, Maryland better than the other three teams that they, 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 you know, previously beat other than Notre Dame. Um, but I wonder if the sports books are getting on to Ohio state to say, Hey, maybe we have to see if they can actually win by, by, you know, more than three touchdowns. So, uh, to me, I'm looking at this one, the, the fucking man, I, this opened at, at 21. It's 20 and a half now. The Sharps like Maryland right here. Yeah, Ohio State's got to come out and prove it. So I, I'd probably lean Maryland with you with those points. Sharp Panther on one. Next game up, we're going down to the SEC. The LSU Bayou Bengals taking on the Mizzou Tigers. Mizzou undefeated, but. The, They've beaten absolutely nobody. They've played the who's who of nobodies to get to their 5-0. and LSU, they've struggled. They've already got two losses on the season coming off of a law, an overtime loss last week. But the one thing I will say about this LSU team and Brian Kelly, coming off of a loss, he rebounds in a big way. Last time they lost, they put up a 70 spot. This time against Missouri, I'm not calling for 70, but they're only favored by 5.5. I actually have got them comfortably. I think LSU wins this by two touchdowns. This is like literally my old lock of the weekend. LSU's winning this game. I'm putting my money on the Tigers, those Tigers, the Purple Tigers. He went from uh, Sharp Panther to apparently, I don't know, uh, Dull Panther on this one. Uh, Man, this line opened up with LSU minus eight. It's down to minus five and a half, and the reason for that is the money is all over the fucking <laughs> fucking Missouri over here. Um, I listen. I actually agree with you. Damn the money, damn the public here. I think that this line was correct at the minus eight. 
maybe even a little bit more from what I'm seeing. Uh, LSU should win this one. They should cover by more than a touchdown, so I'd lean LSU with you. Next game up, we're going to the ACC. Syracuse Orange will take on the UNC Tar Heels. North Carolina has one of my favorite quarterbacks, Drake May. This guy, nobody's talking about him. He's outrageous numbers on offense. It's their defense that gives them problems. Thing is, they've covered three of the four games so far this season, winning by double digits in every game except the one that they did go to overtime. Uh, going against Syracuse, I get it. Good. Syracuse is having a good season, but I just don't see them as having as good of a team to be able to keep up with the Tar Heel offense. Eight points is kind of a weird number. I'm buying this down to seven, uh, but I'm definitely on the Tar Heels here. All right, yeah, I mean, uh, tar hole, uh, tar holes, <laughs> the, tar, the tar, heels, <laughs> tar holes, uh, tar heels, uh, yeah, this opened up minus six and a half. You can get minus eight as the best line without buying anything down. Uh, minus eight and a half is across the board, uh, everything else. Uh, the sharps, like, this might be the, the pick of the week at this, uh, at the minus eight, I guess. The sharps are overwhelmingly. On UNC here, the the public is kind of split on this one. It's almost a 50-50 game when it comes to the public betting. So uh, another one looks like the, the Tar Heels is the play there. All right, next game up, we're going to Big Ten country. Purdue hitting the road going to Iowa. The Iowa Hawkeyes are favored by two at home against their maker team. They haven't played a tough schedule. They haven't been very impressive in their victories or their losses. And now they're going against a team. Now, granted, listen, Iowa, their offense is not good. They got shut out. They don't even average 300. It's an incredible game. I think it's 39 and a half, which is just absolutely pathetic for college football. But still, Iowa, with that defense, is going to beat Purdue. They're going to cover the two. They're going to wave to the happy kids over there at the Children's Medical Center. Everybody's going to be happy. Hawkeyes, 10 bucks on Iowa. I get you minus one and a half, honestly, um, on on Iowa, if that's what you want here. Um, looking at the money public split, uh, it's a bit, I mean, both the money and the public uh, on Iowa, maybe say the slightest, the very slightest of sharp money on Iowa. The line movement's a little confusing, though. Iowa opened up minus five, and with the money in public on them and that line getting better does seem a little trappish there, so I... I I'd be worried about this one. That's for sure. It does smell. It absolutely does stink. Speaking of stink, next game up, the Central Florida Golden Knights are going to, of all places, Kansas. This is Get this. This is what they've done to college football. This is a Big 12 match. This is a match. This is this Big 12 matchup. Central Florida's in the Big 12. Kansas is in the Big 12. I don't even know who's all in the Big 12 anymore. I literally have to look at the standings because they merged all these incoming teams you got outgoing i can't even keep up with it but this is a big 12 matchup and it's the kansas jayhawks hosting the golden knights these two offenses can score these two defenses can't stop nobody absolutely nobody points will be scored in this game i really don't have a preference i don't even have a pick for this game maybe i'll lean the jayhawks but it's 64 and a half for a game total 
They're going to pound the over. I can see this thing getting to 80. I love the over, the 64 and a half for this game. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at these scores for these two teams, and uh, I mean it's regularly in the 30s and 40s. So uh, I do believe the over uh, is is the play here. Now I saw Kansas at you know with a four and one record, and I was like, man, is this is this college basketball we're talking about? I, I we were talking about, we were talking about Duke last week, and now we're talking about Kansas. It's like uh, yeah, these, guys, listen, listen, focus in on what you're good at. Just just pour money and bribes into your basketball programs. Just leave the football to be shit. I mean, come on. Um, yeah, I think I think this one's an over. All right, next game up, we're going to Pac-12 country out to the West Coast. Everybody's new darling, if they're still on that bandwagon. The Colorado Buffaloes are going down to take on the Arizona State University Sun Devils. Deion Sanders coming off two back-to-back losses, but against the two best teams in the Pac-12, two undefeated teams, two teams that have national championship aspirations. Arizona State is not any of those two teams. They're not Oregon. They're not USC. Arizona State has been bad, and they've been bad for a long time. Now, they're not as bad as they have been, but the fact that this line is four has me absolutely stumped. I think Colorado blows the doors off the Sun Devils here. I'm laying those four points and backing Dion to get back to his winning ways. Yeah, I totally agree. I think I've had a surprisingly good beat on this Colorado team. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago against Oregon, I said, "Hey, this is going to be their letdown game." Boy, was it <laughs> letdown game against Oregon! And then last week against the USC, I was like, "Man!" And then I think this is going to be their rebound game, and they kept it within a touchdown. So I think this is the week now that they bounce back and get a win, and this is the week that they uh, cover as well. So. I totally agree. Um, I'd probably bet this one. Like, I'm not a college football better, but I, th- I think, yeah, Dion gets this team in the winning column once again this week. Staying in the Pac-12 and staying with the state of Arizona, except we're leaving. The Arizona Wildcats are going to California to take on those aforementioned USC Trojans. USC, Caleb Williams, I mean, I think they've already engraved his name into the Heisman Trophy. I'm going to say his name every time we talk about USC. This is uh, this is kind of a trap game for USC, right? This is the week before they take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They'll be traveling to South Bend to take on the Irish next week. So this is kind of a, a trap game, look-ahead possibility. I don't think they do. Arizona is not a very good team. They're even worse on the road. USC has not been covering their lines on the road, but they have been pounding the snot out of teams at home. Their defense is suspect. This is a good opportunity for USC to get their defense correct. But Caleb Williams and that offense should be able to go for a ton of points. I think USC covers the 21 and a half. I'm buying it down to 21. I hate that hook, but I am betting the Trojans to take care of business. 25 bucks on the condoms. Uh, listen, man, Arizona has done well against the spread this season. Uh, the Sharps are on Arizona. USC, you mentioned it, could be a look-ahead game. Um, it's like a sandwich game. Isn't it weird it's like a sandwich game? You had Colorado last week, right? And, and now uh, then you got Notre Dame next week, and this is the kind, of, kind of like the, oh, yeah. So maybe they overlooked it. Maybe they take the foot, foot off the pedal a little bit here. I'd probably lean Arizona with the 21 and a half. All right, well, we've been going for a long time, and we only got one NFL game. I only got one game left, and it's my big one. 
So maybe we'll pause here and take a break real quick. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And we're back. One more game. And if you've been listening to this show for a while, you know I'm a Golden Domer homer. Last game on the board is the Notre Dame Fighting Irish traveling to Louisville, Kentucky. Take on the Get this, undefeated Louisville Cardinals. Are you kidding me? What the fuck's going on with college football right now? Notre Dame in a primetime game again. 7.30 start time Eastern for the Fighting Irish going against a Louisville team that has kind of righted themselves. There was a time just a couple years ago where they were not very good, but now they are looking to get things going back to the Lamar Jackson kind of days back in the Lamar Jackson, Louisville days when, man, that kid was fun to watch. Now, he's still fun to watch in the NFL, but he was he was entertaining in college football. Notre Dame, they got, you know, they got back to their winning ways. I know that Ohio State is going to linger. It's going to linger for a while. Well, till that USC game, I guess. Uh, but I think that's so far removed now. It was two weeks ago. They got on their winning ways last week. Notre Dame has covered every game so far this season. This is another game where I think Sam Hartman and the offense can do enough. The defense has been great. I think they can cover the six and a half. I'm not even worried about that point five. I like my fighting Irish to take care of business in Louisville. I'm putting my my money on my homer fighting Irish. Yeah, I totally agree. The one thing that you want to see from Notre Dame is, is for their offense to kind of 
click back into that high octane that that they were the, you know they started off the season with right i mean i looked at that team offensively in the beginning i was like man no one, no one's going to stop them and then they had that fucking slugfest low scoring affair with osu and then they only bounced back against duke uh, duke's a good team don't get me wrong but they only bounced back and put up 21 points in a win against duke you kind of want them to like put up some big fucking offensive numbers to say okay they can go toe to toe with the sec right i mean that's the main thing is you 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 need to fucking put up uh, points <laughs> if you if you want to go and you know go deep into those playoffs and possibly win a national championship so this is a game that i do think that they get right um and uh Man, I mean, uh, what is this over under at 54 and a half? I'd probably lean the over in this one. I think Notre Dame shows up offensively and, and puts up some big numbers here. That's my thought on that one. I hope for the over, but I, I really don't think so. I think Notre Dame's defense has been their crown jewel. Sam Hartman's got, you know, a lot of times gets that offense going. But if they can keep Louisville in check, I think we're maybe looking at something closer to a 31 to 17 type game, which gets you under 50 points. I think I like the under here. All right. Well, is that it? You, you, did you burn through all of your college football? Nine college football picks. I think that's the most I've had this season. That is all of them. Your turn to get some talk time, Max. All right, because we are talking the game of the week in the NFL. The Chicago Good. Bears on the road. Head into Washington, take on the Cobra Commanders on Thursday Night Football. This line, I man, this line is is the Bears plus six, the Commanders minus six. Now, the Commanders just came off of a, a very tough loss, a close loss, overtime loss to an Eagles team. Again, you know, division matchups are weird. Bears coming off of arguably their best performance all season, at least offensively, and then one of their worst performances defensively in the second half of that game as they lose to Denver with a game-winning field goal. Uh, they they couldn't get the 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 tush push, if you will, or they couldn't get that one fucking yard to seal the fucking win uh, against the against the Broncos. Uh, and now they are a winless team. Um, yeah, Panther. What's your take on this one? Who are you betting? Oh, this is the this is the Thursday night football we all deserve. This is the Thursday night football that Amazon paid for. Uh, I hope everybody stays up late. I hope it goes into overtime. That's what we deserve with this shit fest. I'm I'm sad for Justin Fields. This kid just goes out and plays, plays his heart out, and then just to have it yanked away. I mean, granted, he contributed to that. He had the fumble. He had the interception. The, the Bears just completely fell apart. And sometimes it's just that learning to crawl before you walk, walk before you run. The Bears need a win. They need a victory. They, they had one last week in Denver staring them in the face. They've got another one here staring them in the face. Washington is not good. They're not bad. They're just not good. I think they might be collectively better than Chicago, but I honestly think Chicago has more talent. I think Fields is the better quarterback than Sam Howell. I think Cole Komet is probably the better tight end than Logan Thomas. Um, I don't even know who the running backs are for either one of these teams anymore. Not sure that even matters, but this is such a horrible game. It's slight, slight edge to Washington. Slight. Which means that six points... I've got to go with Chicago. 
Maybe Washington wins. Maybe they kick a, kick a game-winning field goal. But I really think Chicago has a puncher's chance to win this game. And if they lose, I think they keep it within a touchdown. It pains me to my core to say this, but I'm taking the Bears plus six. It pains me to say that I'm sent agreeing with you. Like 100% everything you just said, I think the Bears have a chance to outright win this one. I know you look at a win-loss column, and it just says, okay, commanders are 2-2. Two and two. Can we talk about their two wins? They beat the Arizona Cardinals in week one. They had to come from behind in that one. Arizona probably should have won that one. 20-16, Washington came back and won that one. Week two at Denver, they win 35-33, another game that they probably should have lost. They get absolutely smacked to fucking hell, 37-3 against Buffalo. In fact, the best game that they've played all season was last week as a loss to the Philadelphia Eagles in overtime. This team could be 0-4. Like, it's, it, it's, it's a mirage, I think, a little bit of... The two wins that they have, it's like you, you, it's like oh, Washington's not a bad team. No, no, they are. I think they are. Whereas, whereas the Bears, I, you know, we we were kind of talking about like upside yesterday about the Baltimore Ravens, right? We were talking about the Cowboys and the Ravens as two teams that currently in our DGen ranks are like neck and neck, and you're saying. Which team has the more upside? I feel it's Baltimore. Which team has the uh, biggest uh, chance to implode? That would be Dallas, right? That's what, that's what we were kind of talking about yesterday. And I'm looking at the Bears, and it's just like, man, they do have upside. They absolutely have upside. And, and uh, I think that this is a chance for them to win. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to take those fucking points because it's Thursday night game. It's, it's going to be a weird fucking one. But absolutely, if you're a, a gambling man out there, you want to take a couple bucks and throw it on 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 that fucking Bears uh, outright winning this one? Let's fucking see. Let's let's see what that payout would be, Panther. I, I'm just I'm I'm morbidly curious. Of it's just not, okay. So it's not worth it. A plus two twenty is just not worth it for me to bet the Bears outright to win. All right, but you oh, that, that tells me Vegas thinks that they can win. I, that's I was my point. It had to be about three fifty. I was about to say it's got to be more than three hundred dollars for me to fucking even consider the Bears on on the money line here. So I, dude. I think Vegas is afraid of this one. I think Vegas is afraid of, of the Bears outright winning. But the six and a half, man, um, let's look at the money in public. Let's just look to see what's going on. I, I typically don't care about money in public. Ah, uh, look at that. Yeah, the Sharps are on the Bears. Panther, I feel good about this one. I actually feel good about betting the Bears on Thursday night. That's crazy. We could probably, if you want to look at props, I already have one prop bet that I'm going to bet today. Um, if you want to look at props, we might be able to put together a parlay for the DGens. But while you're doing that, um, you know, to your point about the, the commanders, if you go and look at the stats offensively and defensively, these two teams are like mirror images of each other. You know, the, the Washington has those two victories, but like you said, they weren't really victories. They were just the, their opponents decided not to win that day. So this really should be a battle of 0-4 teams. Um, I, you know, putting together a parlay with these teams. We saw it last week with Justin Fields. He found Cole Komet, the tight end, seven times. They've got the, his yardage total for tonight's game at 31 and a half. 
I love Cole Komet over 31 and a half yards tonight. I I want to put that in the parlay with our Bears pick. You got anything you like? I mean, I'm looking at this one. Um, Justin Fields over 193.5 yards passing. Now, listen, I get it. Justin Fields and 200-yard games are are not simpatico here. He is coming off of his, his best performance, right, uh, last week with – 335 does that sound about right like he put up some fucking numbers last week against denver um let's see what, everybody what scores against denver yeah, i know yeah three th- wow look at that i pulled that out of the hat he had 335 yards yeah but prior to that he had 99 prior to that he had 211 216 um i, th- I don't i don't think highly of this commander's defense i really don't i mean uh they got shredded by fucking uh, Russell Wilson, you know? <laughs> so I, 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 I like the Justin Fields over the one ninety three and a half. So I like you it. got, you got that. You got, uh, who was it? Receiving yards for, um, commit right oh, over the, yep. over the 31 and a half. And then we got the bears plus the six. Let's see what this, uh, same game parlay plays us. Um, 626 on the same day parlay of Justin Fields over 193.5 passing yards, Cole Komet over 32.5 receiving yards, and then Chicago plus the six. Yeah, so 626 on that parlay, and that'll do it for us on this Thursday. All NFL tomorrow, that's for sure, because there's no baseball to bet on. So with that, Panther, take us home. All right, God help us. We're all in on the Bears tonight. I never thought I'd see this on this show. But uh, that's our play. That's our parlay. You guys know the deal. We hang out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly exclusively right here in the asylum. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. And when I say shoot the shit with us, let me tell you something real quick. Ex-Chris hung around after the show last night. And I, yesterday morning. And I shot the shit with him for an hour and a half. You guys want to shoot the shit with us? Come on in. Well, if we're available, we'll shoot the shit with you. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.